So everybody, episode two is now out. We had a lot of fun recording it, it was brilliant. Episode two of what? Oh, YouTube, sorry, yeah. Episode two <laughs> on the Speed 6 Detailing channel. Yes. It's, it, it's now here. And as a little uh, incentive to go and listen, and uh, not listen, watch, we have a bloopers episode going out Friday at 7pm. So... If you if you're listening to this on repeat in like a couple of weeks' time, it's already out. Just to, so that doesn't cause any confusion. I've never heard someone waffle so much about such a short announcement and sound so depressed. <laughs> Honestly, it's, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not the most cheerful of people, but Jesus, I've had like four hours sleep in two days. Yeah, it's more than enough. We're not all blessed to have been given new caddy vans, Richard. What's the um? What's the naught sixty in that? Faster than bong bong. <laughs> it does sixty. Ask... It actually, yeah, it actually does sixty this time. I need to ask the previous owner if it's been remapped because apparently bong bong was eighty-five brake horsepower, and this one's one hundred and five. But the difference is amazing. I actually have the power to overtake without like needing a quarter of a mile run up. Maybe, uh, maybe the bong bong was remapped, but decreased the horsepower and torque. Oh yeah, e- eco map. <laughs> yeah, it's severe eco map. Does it pull like a train in every gear? Um, fifth gear is not very pulley. But is it a? It's an. It's a manual. Well, yeah, not a DSG caddy ever. I? Oh, I didn't know. I know Adam. I know Adam hasn't because Adam's got a backwards clutch. But oh, trust me, I I know mine's a manual because it. <laughs> even if the clutch is fully, you know, depressed like Jay, it was. Um, it doesn't <laughs> it sometimes. No, I just feel rough. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Adam drive my caddy on Sunday. Do you have a race? Yeah. Yeah. What? Who breaks down I... first? I'm my money's on Adam. Why? Yeah, I'd, cool. Rich, I'd, I'd, if I were you, um, I'd get the door sills checked out. It's quite a common issue with caddies. Oh, yeah. Only if yeah, you buy them from Birmingham. Rust. Why is yours so white now? <laughs> Got how satisfying were them pictures to that wash, though? Mm. It was tasty. I'll tell you what, it was a beautiful wash, considering. It took you long enough. Yeah, but it was, it was a new-to-me van. It was an absolute state on the outside. It needed some loving, but now it's covered in bird shit. Oh. Oh. Not ideal. No. No. Um, So, yeah, just to reiterate what Jake said in a less uh, miserable tone, um, Corsa Restoration Series on YouTube, if if you haven't heard of it, haven't heard us mention it, I don't know how. Um, have you been living under a rock? Well, some Sounds people like do. you have. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, we've got episodes one came out a couple weeks back, which was just an intro episode. Episode two is is now out, which is door shuts, engine bay, wash, decon. And then uh, we've got 
episode three coming out if you're listening to this on the day the podcast goes out in a week's time and like jake said we've got a bloopers episode from episode two out again if you're listening the day it goes out this evening seven so get in it's amazing how we got seven minutes of bloopers in two episodes and that and that's extremely cut down that's just the one episode yeah I didn't do this, the episode one bloopers yet. Really? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, but if, if, you're, if you're on the fence about watching it, it's it's uh, something a bit different to the detailing YouTube scene, I think. It's, it's not just your standard you know, ASMR washes, which seem to do very well on view counts, but they are boring. Um, it's... We're just trying to make it a laugh. We've had I a laugh think, while filming it. I, th- I think we've we've succeeded. So, yeah, go check it out if you haven't. Um, if you have, great, thanks. Nice like, one. subscribe, and share. Yeah, and all that. All thanks, that boss. Stuff, which you have to tell people to do for the engagement. Remember, eighty-four percent of you aren't subscribed. <laughs> oh, God, I'd always love to know where these YouTubers get the percentage from. As a stat checker, I bet I bet most of them aren't telling the truth. Well, let me uh, let me open up the YouTube Studio app, Jake, and I can find out for you. Get in. Jake seems to think that there's like no description is- or anything like that about your videos. You can, all you can see is likes and views, apparently, according to Jake. This is actually quite good. The percentage of people that watch our videos that aren't subscribed is a little over 60, 62%. Another 7%, we can have a giggle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Um, It's like 63, 64, 65, 62. I was counting up on my fingers. Must have took a while to wait of them. He's from the south, so probably 11 of them. (laughs) Sorry. Does it count if they're webbed? He's <laughs> <laughs> just better at swimming. Mm. Like a duck. What What else has been going on recently? We had our last Cars and Coffee Speed Six at the Motor Spa event of season one, which was a very short season of two events. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, that was that was a good turnout considering it, it was raining in the morning and mm-hmm. that made me very angry. But it was it was a nice chilled one compared to last time. The last one was quite stressful because we didn't know what was fully going on. But this time it was a lot more chilled, and you didn't have to put up with Jake like running around ripping his hair out. Oh, that was, <laughs> yeah, last time was horrible. No, that was, it was it was really good. I enjoyed it. We had um, Dale from Maguire's come down in his jag. Yeah, he robbed he robbed the local uh, care home in his jag. Brought some Maguire's goodies, free air freshness for everyone jag. that attended. <laughs> hair did you, free did you get one of those? Did you get one of those fast car magazines? He bought for he bought a load of them, didn't he? Yeah, did yeah. I, I, I keep putting them in customers' cars. I've got so <laughs> many of them. I don't know what to do. He, they, he also um, got us some some Maguire's goodies, didn't he, for us personally? Yes. Which oh, yes. we uh, need to be trying out 
and uh, doing some posts on, I think. See what we. Uh, I'm so doing. glad that I have like now that I have a car or form of transport that actually gets dirty. I can like justify cleaning it, whereas the other van it literally got cleaned once or twice a year in the summer. <laughs> but now I have something I can actually take a bit of pride in, and so yeah, give it give it the old the razzle dazzle. You're gonna be alright with all that power. <sighs> I am getting a remote. <laughs> if you if you're gonna corner hard, make sure you put like load in the back so you have got some traction. Believe it or not, right? Yeah, compared to the bong bong, it handles like a car. It's so weird, even though it's got stuff in the back. It honestly, it's like a car. Caddies basically are cars, though. Aren't they? <laughs> it's just a car with a high roof at the back. It's uh, yeah, and no back seats. Just a tour round, but <laughs> literally, <laughs> it's a golf. It's a golf plus, but white with no windows. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Can you can you get caddies in that you know that really nasty gold color they did they did golfs in? Mm, I, I haven't seen them. I think most tradesmen have more sense than that. I'm pretty sure the only reason they make like those vile colors is just to make them cheaper. And so also, you buy a, for old like a brown car and future resale low, like for it to be a cheap car in the future. Yeah. Then they make more money on parts. <laughs> what when they're stripped down and stolen in Birmingham? We don't talk about Birmingham. Sorry, we'll not Danny from Birmingham. We'll have Danny G after us. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, we drove past Maddox, didn't we, Jay? Can't we we did. What an experience. Lovely did you get the aura of him? Did you get like a, a whiff of him? I've never been to a place that was still dark at two in the afternoon. It was just like <laughs> there was just it was just a dark cloud over the place. Just smog. Yeah. Just Danny G's shadow. Nineteen hundreds London. Like just smog. That was horrible. Yeah. Um but we will have well, we're hoping to have a, a pretty extensive calendar of events for uh, quote-unquote season two or our 2022 calendar. Don't ask me when that's coming because that's partly reliant on Jake. So Hello. Knows? Depends how many holidays he's going on this year. <laughs> None at this show. Shocking. Shocking. Um, what other news have we got? We've got, we've got some guests lined up. We've had, it's been quite a while. Since we've since we've had a guest on, hasn't it? Yeah, we We do need Cav back at some point, hundred percent. Again, a third time. Oh, third time lucky. <laughs> yeah, who who was our last guest? Zerkanite. Mm, it was it was Specky and Paul, wasn't it? What was Zerkanite? Oh, I can't remember that. No, it wasn't Zerk. No, that was beforehand. Okay. Sorry, Adam. Uh, Speck in Paul was 33. And now we're on 40, somehow. So Still it's been nearly it. two months since I guessed. Well, it probably has been two months. Our, our schedule hasn't been very organised lately. 23rd of July was the last guest. August, September. Oh, God. It's over three months. Wow. Quarter of a wow. year. And people are still listening somehow. 
So, you, you know, it goes to show that they don't listen for the guests. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. They're just waiting to see when Jake's voice doesn't appear anymore. <laughs> Tune in and Jake goes, hi, guys. That's it. I'm off now. I won't leave. We're, we're not going to give away every guest we've got lined up. We don't, don't want spoilers, do we? Um, no. We've got a lot of guests. Even we don't but, know who they are. No, I've been dealing with that. So, you know, <laughs> you get what you're given. When we are going to announce, though, um, purely because I know they've said it on their podcast and that we're going to be asking for questions very soon, I am... You know, I'm really looking forward to this. This is going to be a brilliant topic. Um, we are going to be doing a collaboration with the Detail Solutions podcast. If you haven't heard of them, they are two American guys. So I think you can see where this is going to go. We're going to have a battle to the death of UK versus US detailing. It's like Battle of the Roses, but UK versus US. <laughs> it. Jake didn't oh, laugh. I, I, he never went to history classes. I can't do history. I do know who Henry VIII is, though. How many wives did he have? Nine. No. <laughs> six. Six. <laughs> I, I, he does it on purpose. I'm sure he does. No, I actually, I, actually six. I do, I do actually know six. Pick. I just, I was looking at the number nine, and I said the wrong one. You were just thinking about what I said earlier, weren't you? Yeah, I know. You know how many children he had? No, I don't know how many children he had, though. I don't actually know that. Did he actually even have any? Mate, he tried for about 20 boys and ended up with all girls. Oh, yeah, I did know that then. Yeah, I I think we're going to ruffle some feathers with with the UK versus US. I wonder if it will ruffle the US market. See, the thing is... Um, our audience is very, there's a very small percentage of people that listen from the US. So hopefully that we can bring some US listeners into us and we can, because obviously there's a lot of things that we do differently here than we do to America. Differently or correctly? Well, that's to be, that's to be decided by, you know, the, the global detailing panel, whoever they are, Jake in his office. <laughs> That's wrong. What John about? There's there's a lot of techniques that are different. There's, you know, I'm not too sure about product diversity because obviously we've got a million and one little brands, most of which are the same product, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not a bad thing. It's just, but I, I'm not. I'm not familiar with how many the like, actual manufacturers there are in the US. You'd assume a lot more, wouldn't you? But there probably isn't. Who knows? I guess we'll never know. Who knows? Well, well, again, that's for that episode. We'll find out. We'll be doing some posts on our socials and our Facebook group to to get some to get some questions going. Um, because I know a lot of UK guys are very, very passionate about you know their methods and their ways, and you see a lot of sort of slander to how Americans do things, like foaming on snow foam and going straight into the contact wash without a pre-wash. And 
Jake is going to be that guy. No. They love waterless wash in the US. I know that. I love it. So does Dale, though. Dale loves a good waterless wash. Did you notice? Well, yeah, but his car wasn't exactly dirty, was it? But, I mean, you can argue waterless wash all you want, uh, but Dale uses it all the time on his Jag, and that Jag won best paint at... I can't remember which event it was. A couple more little bits of news before we crack on. Um, Something we can't say too much about, but we're kind of just, you know, sowing the seed at the moment. Um, We've got a Christmas special in the works. A whole YouTube or podcast. Wow, you know, we might do a podcast one as well, but this is this is a YouTube one. It's it's going to be a collaboration with a another popular detailing YouTuber. I sorry, another popular like we're popular. We're not. Mm, no, we're a big boy. It's a big boy. <laughs> yeah, we're we're getting in with the big boys. No, we get yeah, we'll be. Hopefully, if all goes to plan with you know scheduling and all that fun stuff, because getting everyone together at the same time is is very very difficult. <clears throat> Jake, <coughs> holidays, <clears throat> busy with work. I ain't going anywhere. Not too much work to do. Point proven. Does nothing all day. So this it should be really good, but like I said, we can't really say anything yet. So, sort of news. It's what we do all the time. It, the news is that we will have news soon. But it gets the people going. It does, yeah, yeah. Gotta, gotta sow that seed. The final bit is that we still have some of our maintenance sample kits and Speed 6 t-shirts, because you know it's t-shirt weather, um, <laughs> available. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> Available in that online store, which is speed6.co.uk forward slash shop. So go code uh, Yeah, which will not work. <laughs> Speaking of, of discounts, Richard, that, that happens to be the topic of, of this week's episode. Anyone would have thought that was scripted. Hmm. Oh, surprised. <laughs> surprised it wasn't, actually. We don't script things. Dot. Discounted products in bold. Dot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this isn't a script. It's a, a list of talking points. Okay. We'll, um, we'll come on to discount codes in a bit because that's, that's a bit of a, a bit of a grey area, I think. You get people saying different things about that. So let's let's start off with just. I'm sure you've all seen it. Fifty percent off today only. Offers never coming back. Next week, same Oops. thing. But we're not going to. We're not going to. We're not going to name any brands here. Uh, partly because I don't think we need to. I'm, I'm sure there's a place that everyone's mind went to immediately. It might not all be the same company, but you know, you know the sales tactic. It's consistent sales pretty much all year round. Summer sale, fifty percent off. Like End of summer sale, fifty percent off. Tuesday special, forty five percent off. It's 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 nothing 
unique to 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 the detailing industry as it sales it's not it's not just the detailing industry that puts on these silly offers seemingly every single day but do we do we think it just devalues the products having sales on constantly isn't that a given i don't know you tell me well yeah because if a product say retails at 10 pounds but nobody has ever bought it for 10 pounds then that product is no longer worth 10 pounds because it's always x percentage off Mm. yeah and uh, once you get into that kind of you know thing of doing ridiculous sales it's hard to get out of that because if, say, argument's sake, a shampoo, like you said, is RRP £10 this week only, obviously not this week only because it'll be the same next week, £5, you're not going to sell it at £10 again, are you? Because people will clock on. Mm. You'd be a fool to buy it at RRP. Exactly. It's all right if you have a sale every now and then, like say if there's like sort of an occasion, like Black Friday yeah. and New Year stuff like that. It's all right when you do that. It, to be honest, that probably won't actually affect your market base all year round. I don't think that's going to stop people from buying your products all year round. But when you're doing them week in week out, the one time there's not a sale, God forbid, you're not you're not going to see that influx of custom. It's gonna, like you said, if you if there's a ten pound shampoo and it's five pound on sale, like three hundred days a year, you just know it's gonna be on sale the next week. So why would yeah. you spend the ten pound on it? Exactly, and there are, I think, cases where having big sales can work really, really well. There's there's two companies that come to mind when I think about this. And I can say their names because, you know, this is a positive thing. Um, Carcam and Just Autobrite. That one. Yeah. So um, Autobrite do their big Christmas sale. And then Carcam, what was the reason for the Carcam one? Was it Black Friday? Black Friday, it? yeah. Which was yeah. probably um, one of the best sales in detailing history. I think I spent 30 quid and ended up with like 20 quid's worth of delivery I literally I I still have the 25 litres of QD that I was like 15 pounds that I still haven't got through that's insane but the thing is as they make their products in house they can afford to you know have those sales it's it's a great way to bring new customers in I think Absolutely. Isn't it? Because if you come in, you see, oh, all right, well, the shampoo's £10 for five litres. You know what? Sod it. But the thing is, how many of you would have bought Carchem before that? I know their products really are not bad whatsoever. They are actually genuinely, across the board, quite good. Mm -hmm. But how many of you would have actually gone out of your way to buy Carchem products before that sale? I probably have and wasn't aware of it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I don't know. It's probably probably not, to be honest, just from my position of you know, I've got the products I personally think work well for me. I don't, there's some products I don't really bother going to you know, try out 500 mil of, but if they're on sale for you know, a silly price, you know, you'd be rude not to go and get some. I think if you if you if you're drawn in by this sale and you get a few bits just to try out, because obviously you, you might not want to gamble on you know like Jake did twenty five liters of QD, but <laughs> you know, Jake's got money to burn, so it doesn't matter. But if 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 you come in and you, you try a few of their products, you use them, you're like oh, these are really good. No, I'm going to start buying these from now on. It's worked. The sales worked. That's a bit yeah. like the um, when I when I purchased some stuff from the car game when they was doing their mystery boxes for like a tenner or whatever they were. They were was it is it Vira? No, it's not Viracare. It was like something similar to Viracare. It's like an interior cleaner. Oh, interior clean coat. Mm, no, the green one. Yeah, interior. I'm sure that's interior clean coat. Mm, I thought clean coat was like the opaque one. I don't know, but whatever it was, it, it smelled absolutely amazing and the product was really, really good. So I went and bought a litre of it. There you go. See, things like that, it works to drive you know, repeat custom. But when you're doing this constantly, it's just, there comes a point where you think, well, why don't they just price their products, you know, at the price they're usually discounted to but so rather than have the shampoo on at 10 pounds and oh it's always on sale for five just price it at five i do have a theory behind this go on it's the quantity that they're pushing out like if you can push out half the amount of 10 pound shampoos versus five pound shampoos right in it's a lot less stress like if you've got to bottle up twice as many shampoos just because they're a fiver, like is it really worth for all those machines, all that chemicals, all the people doing this, that, and the other? Is it really worth it compared to the ten pound shampoo? Mm. Depends like on just double the yeah, volumes just double the amount of stress. Obviously, a company like Carchem, I don't think they struggled too much when it comes to manpower and machinery and chemicals i think i think they're pretty good on that behalf but other companies where they're like oh we're rushed off our feet we're so busy there's only two of us it's like well you know full well that you're going to be ridiculously busy when you have a sale it's yeah it's like like, it's not even if it's their first sale either if it's another sale and then like this there's this one circumstance that just gets to me and again i don't need to name the company um but it's when if if you're behind on orders already and you're struggling to get orders out you know that's fine take on the manpower or you know the sensible thing to be to do would you know not run another sale you know the next week and then drive another influx of orders and then push the Orders you couldn't get up before, even further back. It's idiotic. It, it blows my mind. 
it blows my mind it really does but you know if that's someone's business model you can't deny that it works because it does work but then they'll moan when it comes to like detail and forums and social media when they're getting moaned about on the delivery times yeah i mean if you can keep up with delivery times and have consistent sales you know what if it seems to work very well it's not a practice i agree with but i don't need to agree with it because you know you can see very clearly that it's doing well very mm. well um but i don't know it's just when it's oh this week you know what deal do you want to see this week it's like come on surely that's there's no point having your rrps no if the whole point of the rrps is just to show there's been a decrease in price in the value in the product yeah there's like i think one that springs to mind there was like a wax and it was like 80 quid now only 20 it's like it, it was never 80 quid like it was mm-hmm. never seen 80 pounds. literally even on, i remember what wax it was even on release it was on sale yeah it was oh, like on yeah. sale immediately as it came out and it's it's like almost maybe skirting the law a little bit when it comes to you know sales and things because i think a product has to be at rrp for a certain amount of time you know for you to be able to yeah sure it's sure 28 maybe. days isn't it I'm sure you have to say on, at like the actual price that that it's set at for 28 days uh, wasn't there a law brought in as well about um offer end soon like when that has to be, I think it was DFS that caused that issue. <laughs> Sale ends soon. Sale ends twenty twenty four. It's like, come on, can be extended. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But you know, funny. I'm trying not to make this episode too much of a moany episode. But you know, but I've got a question slash opinion from both of you two. Oh, Shoot. My. Do you reckon that when a company has a massive sale, they either tone down, water down, whatever you want to call it, do you reckon they do that to their products? Obviously, that cuts a fine line between a lot of different companies because obviously there's a lot out there that would not dare do it. But I can definitely think of one that has definitely done it. I I don't think there's any... You know, legal issue when it comes to that. As long as you don't advertise it as you know a certain amount of concentrated when it's not that concentrated, mm. I can't but, see there being you know any issue with that. But I, I'm sure there are people that do that. Cheeky. Like I remember when, when a certain company had like one of their APCs on sale. Oh, right. It was like a liter for a pound. <laughs> and like don't get me wrong at a pound a litre you're not expecting much like a, a bottle and a cap and a label would cost that so they were was literally it, must it, have been, uh, it was RTU we wouldn't call it neat we just call it ready RTU use. yeah ready <laughs> ready ready to throw away use <laughs> yeah ready to chuck yeah, yeah it was I... absolutely terrible I quite literally tried it and did a test patch and when I mean had zero effect on anything, all it did was foam. Like it quite literally didn't. Yeah, you probably could have. 
But I, w- I always wonder if, like, because from the same company, like, I've had the same product on more than one occasion. One was during a sale and one was during, like, a mystery box or whatever. Mm. And I think they were probably two weeks away from each other. Like, I bought another bottle because I loved it so much. And it came and it was completely different, completely different colour. Well, it wasn't completely different colour, but, like, the like shade of color was completely different. The consistency of it was different. The original one is, I had it in my cupboard until I had my massive clear out and it was still perfectly fine. Smell all right. And within like probably two months of having the new one, what was on sale, it had like pretty much gone off and gone like sort of lumpy and stunk. Uh, it's just like, well, I think there's a there's a big thing with the false economy when it comes to this, because again, if you if you see, you know, say some citrus pre wash, and it's on sale, ten pounds for five liters or whatever, you'd be like, that's a really good deal. But how do you know they haven't just you know diluted it four times? I know it's it works out the exact same cost per use than it would do at full price. Because, hmm. for example, they could have half they could have half the price, but then you know did a fifty fifty with water of the product, so it's it's exactly the same cost per use. You don't know, the, do you? The best things like citruses and stuff that I've used, I've probably never seen on sale. Hmm. Like the products that I genuinely think a top tier rarely rarely ever ever are on sale they don't need to be no because they They get they get their value from being reviewed well and being well known in the industry that's where they get their value it's not just a case of oh this is a good deal because we're all suckers for a deal Hmm. everyone loves a bargain i'm literally counting down the days until black friday (laughs) (laughs) but when it comes to a brand that Maybe their products aren't the best. They're okay. They're not the best. They get their value from being cheap, cheap and cheerful, because there is a market for that. We we can't forget there is a market for for products that are just ready to use, easy going, do an all right job. You know, there is a market for that, and and that obviously fills that gap in that market. Definitely. But it, just because something is cheaper, it doesn't necessarily mean you're getting a better deal. Because you know they they could. I'm not saying anyone does this, but you know it's a possibility that people do water down products when it's on sale. I haven't heard of this, you know, personally happening. But you can see from a business perspective why they would do it. Adams just brought from the right companies on sales. <laughs> <laughs> Little old me, no. I- I draw a short straw. <laughs> well, that was silly of you. Because I, th- I think sometimes uh, maybe a, a customer would, maybe their, their first uh, detailing brand experience is with, with a company that's always doing sales whatnot. And they might think that's sort of the standard pricing for the industry and then think more expensive than that is a waste of money. You know, they might, like, they might how think, many, oh, how many well, 10 to 12 pound plus bottles of shampoo have you got? More than I'd like to admit. Yeah. 
<laughs> but when you actually look at the pricing point of that shampoo, say if it says, I don't know, twelve ninety nine, you think, steep for 500 mil, you mad. But, will I buy it? Yes, but it's, you sort of, you do always compare it to the cheaper alternatives. Oh, you yeah. Can get, you can get shampoos like Wax Planet Lava and stuff like that. Is it Lava or is it or as the cheaper one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like it says, oh, the dilution ratios on the like it's like one to a thousand or something like that. But you can easily use twenty mil on a wash bucket. It's nowhere near as bad as they make out. But mm. when you compare that to a premium high end shampoo like one to two thousand or one to twenty five hundred dilution ratio. You, you do think, oh, it's cheaper, but dilutions aren't as good. And yeah. thing, things like suds, Jesus, you can use five mil in a wash bucket if you want, really wanted to. Yeah, simple yeah, suds is a cracker. But it's, yeah, you gotta you got to look and you'd be like, okay, so this shampoo is 10 quid and this shampoo is five quid. If, you, if you're new to, to detailing, you'd be like, well, I'll go for the five pound one, it's cheaper. Shampoo, shampoo, surely. And then they get into that little sort of, you know, ecosystem of products that are always on sale, always really cheap. And they don't really break out of that because they see the other products as way too expensive. They're probably not much better. So just stick with all the cheap stuff and they don't get to experience the, you know, the quote unquote premium things. Because, you, yeah, you can have a shampoo that's five pounds and one that's 10 pounds. One that's 10 pounds, you use 10 mil of shampoo in a bucket. Well, that's five pounds. You could use sixty to a hundred mil. It's just silly. So when you look at like those those two and a half liter little kegs of old school zip wax in um, in motor factors and stuff for like three quid, oh, what a bargain! But you have to use half of that two and a half liters in your bucket. <laughs> have to use it neat. Yeah. What was that shampoo that we? Had to use. We were trying to use Richard once, and it, we basically had to use it neat. Oh, that was um, given brand from earlier, Supreme Suds. Oh yeah, that was literally the worst thing I've ever used. Mm-hmm. Five hundred mil in a bucket or something, wasn't it? And it just didn't even do it. Th- it was a, basically a bottle in the bucket, and it didn't do a thing. When we say it didn't do a thing, it was quite literally just like it. It just turned into pink water within like. 45 seconds of being in there and nice. yeah you put you put the mitt on the panel and it was just like dripping off water there was nothing there yeah that was bad 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 product <laughs> and it was the consistency of well water <laughs> it was a strange one it was, yeah strange will do something I, I don't quite think applies to the product side but definitely does apply to you know services is it seems to be a race to the bottom in terms of price and that everyone's trying to undercut everybody this probably applies more to like i said the the, the kind of detailing route in services um but i don't really think it applies to products because you know it, it seems like there is sort of a standard yeah, ten pounds for five hundred ml of shampoo. That seems to be the standard if it's quite a high, you know, dilution ratio. That seems to be what the what the average is. But 
don't know about you, I don't really see much like undercutting taking place. You get the old sale and stuff, but now the thing is, nobody in some sometimes I think this is really good about the detail and community and scene sort of thing. Nobody really like compares two products versus each other, and then they never try and like undercut each other. And like it's ne- it's never like a battle of the best sort of thing. It's not like Real Madrid versus Barcelona. There's no El Clasico about it. It's quite literally. There's so many different products out there that every each product has got like its own two legs. Like every all of them have got something to stand up for. And there's that many people doing it, and there's that many different products out there. Everyone's got different favorites, different opinions on everything. There's no set given facts about any product. It's quite literally all about opinions. Yeah. And I, I think you know, generally when when there's no, nothing else to if if you're new to a, a product type and you and you don't really understand it, there's no other kind of you know factors available. You will you will determine its value by cost. So I'll, I'll give you an example here. If you've got no idea what I'm on about, if you went to Amazon and then you searched for I don't know, um, you wanted. You wanted a charging cable for your phone, and you flick through, and you had, you've heard of none of these brands. Let's say that you'd, you'd think the more expensive they get, the better they're going to be, wouldn't you? Usually, when when you when you don't know anything else, you just look at price. That's the first thing people go to generally. But I think when it comes to detailing products, I think seasoned professionals and you know people who are quite serious about this as a hobby i think they're quite good at spotting value so they don't just look at cost they will see the value of a product and what it actually brings you know to the table yeah i do agree with that because same with all of us like a a prime example of that right force oh (laughs) it's john force we will argue to the end of day saying that oh would if someone said to you would you regularly buy a ready to use pre-wash we'll still say no but you use products like forced and would you ever tell someone not to put that in your detail in arsenal no it you is, wouldn't it's a cracker it is ridiculous it, it makes you annoyed to say that you wouldn't use a ready-to-use product because it's that good. It does make you go back on your word. Like I'm, I'm probably sure there's an episode where I say I wouldn't use an RTU pre-wash, and people slander Auto Finesse for using their like their because their citrus is ready to use, isn't it? Yeah. But somebody did a video of it. I can't remember if it was like car cleaning guru or something like that. They used it and it smashed most of the opposition that is up against. And people, people will talk talk down about auto finesse, but you know they've got a place and they feel that they feel that gap in the market nicely. Can we talk um, about that Halloween shampoo? By the way, I've just picked it up. It is in my hands now. Really? You haven't sent us a picture, you gimp. Oh, and the shampoo. Um, yeah, it smells. <laughs> <laughs> it's you're right. You know, I've got a thing for Halloween, right? Mm. I don't know why. I love Halloween. That detail kitchen shampoo is all right. Isn't it? I don't, don't it? Oh, 
I love it. Uh, I don't think it was like as appealing as you meant, like made it out to be. Like it's sort of, you set really high standards for it. It was a good shampoo, but it didn't right. surpass any of my right. expectations. Oh, Adam was chatting. I would agree with this. It may not be the best performing shampoo, but I think a lot of those factors are subjective. But you know, the the thing for me is the the <laughs> laugh what you want, the sentimental value of it. Oh right? yes, yeah, because it's been passed down the generations. It's yes, <laughs> the recipe's been in the family for for generations. It now stinks like, of mold. No, it's. Just... <laughs> <laughs> It's just the, the smell and, and that just, you know, it's it's sort of why people enjoy waxing. It's for the enjoyment of it. Mm-hmm. I do agree. It's that sentimental, like, as Andreas puts it, that emotional process. It's a bit deep. It's, it's getting way too deep. Let's talk about this shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> so I love Halloween and, you know, I love detailing products. So when there's any anytime there's a Halloween detailing product, I go and snap it up. What better product to get than a shampoo? Because that's, you know, you use it every wash. So um, Auto Finesse have a special Halloween shampoo. It smells like toffee apples. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it smells good. Um, oh, God, I'm a bit light-headed. But that smells good. Um I don't. I just love like limited edition products. It's, it's oh, exactly I'm a the sucker. Same their, I'm I'm a sucker for limited edition stuff. It's exactly the same as their regular shampoo, which I will add is a fantastic. Lava shampoo. is an unreal shampoo. Granted, you need like forty mil in a wash bucket for it to be that level, but don't care. But it's good. Um, and the label um is actually glow in the dark, which is pretty cool. But they are smack like the the branding of it is phenomenal. It's, it is very good. You know, it goes to show when you pump, you know, eighty percent of your budget into marketing, you get you get results. Mm. I can I cannot wait to just like have a little picture of it, just glow in the dark and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um What about the air freshener? What does that smell of? Um it smells like a plastic bag because I haven't opened it. Open it. I'm not opening it because I'll get oil on my fingers. Is it a juicy one? What What do you mean? Like, is in girth? Mm, no, I don't. I'm, I'm more of a length man. But like in the, in the bag, is it like if you squeeze it, can you see like a little bit of juice, or is it like quite a dry air freshener? Like, this is getting a bit, you know, far from PG, Richard. I don't think we should. This is this is becoming an eighteen plus episode. Viewer discretion um, advised. Explicit. You know, it's it's not it's not leaking too much fluid, but it's. You know what? Open it. It was just a bonus. I'm not opening it. Yeah, you know the I'm second awful. I said like, "Oh, get this shampoo and get this free," I was like, "I'm I'm sold. I'm done." I was just gonna. The only way you can get the shampoo normally is by um. Spending fifty pounds or more on their store, so what you can't buy lava normally. Apart from that, no. How did I get it? <laughs> Got contacts, mate. Mm. No, who did I buy it from? I need to, you know, I need to name drop this. I can't. It'd be rude not to, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm trying to think if I it gave was... one to Jake or not. What's that? Lava. Uh, 
I think you so, did actually. Mm. I, 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 if anyone wants to go and go and grab it, it's from Protect and Shine. Shout out to the man then. Right, I've 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 got a question. Interesting. When you try and remember when you first started out, you know, for Jake, this wasn't long ago because you know, obviously, you can start. <laughs> hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Driving at a certain age. Hang on. We're the same age. We're not. There's you know, there's at least six months difference. Like two months. You're saying there's two months difference between March and September. April, May, June, July. Ooh, <laughs> okay, but you started after me, and <clears throat> you're not full time because you're a uni student. I started my business at the age of fourteen, washing people's cars in my driveway. It's not a business if you start on your driveway, you're not paying tax on it, are you? Adam doesn't pay tax now. <laughs> yeah, that's not the point. Just a prank, Adam. Just remember, if you've got insurance, it's a business. <laughs> you've got a Facebook page, it's a business. <laughs> right, when when you started out, if say you're going to buy a shampoo and say you didn't really know what any brands were, right, and there's a shampoo in front of you, £5. Another shampoo in front of you, £10. What would you think? Would you... Would you think that either, you know, oh, I'll get the £10 one, it must be better. Or would you go down the lines of, oh, shampoo, shampoo, might as well get the cheaper one. But those type of people, like, wash their hair with head and shoulders. (laughs) Oh, mate. Uh, if, If you know how bad head and shoulders is, you know how bad it is. But, like... There's a reason why there is a price difference in things. Mm. Not all the time. Some are rebottled. Yeah, it's it's like clothes. You can pay. Obviously, generally, the more you pay, the better quality clothes you get. But there's a certain point, isn't there? It's like, is paying this much more going to really get me much better, or is it just a different logo on the chest? That is true. It's that's why you got to venture out. You've got like, you got to, got to experiment. Mm. If if you're new to the if you're new to the the industry, you're not going to go and look. Okay, right. These dilution rates mean this. This means that. Right. This one smells like this. I prefer that smell over that. It's like you're not going to really look at thorough, in-depth shampoo reviews when you first start out. These right. days, yeah, absolutely. Now, I'll sit and watch a thirty-minute video on two shampoos, but you know. Can you remember the first shampoo you used? I can. Plain as day. I can. I think. I think it might have been. Say it. Whisper sweet. Auto finesse lather. I started out with them. I still stand by a lot of their products. Triple is good. I don't care what anyone says. What's triple? Triple the tire like all in one polish. Oh, what's the tire dressing? Satin. Oh yeah. I still haven't tried satin. Apparently, it's really good, but that it's doesn't last. It doesn't last very long. I can't remember durability, but it's a cracking product. Summer dressing. 
I'll tell you what, garage therapy tire serum. It's, it's that time of year. You know. it's, it's that time of year. I put a single layer on, like mild, like fairly clean tires. Don't get me wrong. There's only two hits, but so far, it's I think it's 300 miles deep. Been for a bit of rain, nothing too drastic. Quite a bit of mud, to be fair. You can literally see the mud around the actual tire. But then when it comes to the tire walls, nothing. Quite literally mint. On on the on the topic of garage therapy. Last episode, I talked about their new shampoo, the V two, the shampoo. Mm-hmm. Richard, you've I haven't tried it again. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd love to, but you know. Other things come in the way of that. Richard, you've tried it, haven't you? You've you've yes. taken on board what I've what I've said my experiences were, mm-hmm. um, and you seem to have some some better luck than I. Just caught a fly in my hand. Get in. Get some chopsticks next and try it like that. Okay. Want to eat it after? Flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, what was your what was your experience like? <clears throat> right, so I used it at twenty mil, cold water. You said the recommended dilutions. What? Mm, that's crazy. What? Oh, I, I used it at recommended dilutions, and I got good results. What? You have thought. Wow, how bizarre. Um, yeah, twenty mil used. In to be fair, it was quite a full bucket with my um. And, and I was sort of argued about why do people fill up their wash buckets, but if you've got a garage ferry permit, you understand. <laughs> um, yeah, full buckets are like between 18 and 19 litres, not quite 20. I'm not that sad. I do make room for some suds. 20 mil used. At, at first glance, the suds were overspilled onto the floor, were pretty much see-through minus a bubble or two. Yeah, I, I, I was sort of about to lean with you on your opinion, Adam, from like the first initial response. Um, once I put the mitt in, thick suds, dense, I prefer the thick, dense suds over the ones what come spilling out of the bucket. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Creamy. Creamy. Smell is probably not a bit of everyone. It's a strange one. It just smells clean. Adam, I know you like it. I do. It, it, it it's really catching. Like at, when you first smell it, you're a bit underwhelmed, but then you start you keep smelling it, and it's a bit it's a bit like FSE. The first time you smell it, you think oh, it smells alright, but then you sort of becomes an addiction. Like the the new BMW M3, like first glance, like oh. mm. and then you see it in green. So, mm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the interior. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yeah, the interior's sexy. <clears throat> yeah, so twenty mil used. Buck, like the, put the mitt in, squeezed probably 60% of the water out as you should with the garage therapy mitt. Um, it was a, it was on the van as well, so it wasn't like had no protection on them whatsoever. So, like, I wasn't gonna say, Oh, it's really slick to use a shampoo. It was there was no protection on there, there was no like camouflage in it. But honestly, the slickness what came from that shampoo on an unprotected car, phenomenal. I, I need to use it on mine. Like, this is a must. I'm itching to clean my car with it because the slickness was unreal. Um, cleaning, fabulous. Like, there's not many shampoos where I can actually say the cleaning power was good. Probably 
the only really good clean and power shampoo I've used is the RLC Active Shampoo. Yeah, that's an acidic shampoo, though. Isn't it? Yes, slightly acidic. It's not make it's not make it seem worse than it is. It's like stomach acid in a bucket. It will eat through your bucket. Yeah, say goodbye to your LSP. But, but yeah, clean and power was actually really good. Like a couple of bugs sort of pre pre washed, sort of even missed, like sort of in between the headlights, things like that. Like after a couple of passes, it did actually soak into it and actually help shift it. Um. Yeah, it was used in direct sun, but it wasn't hot. No issues rinsing off. The bits what were on the glass rinsed off with ease, and you didn't even need to, like... No, sometimes you got to sort of rub them off with your drying towel. Nothing like that. But, yeah, very impressed so far. Good good, good experience, then, yeah? I'm just desperate to use it on my own car. Yeah, really good experience. Like, quite quite... Not shocked, but I did think it was going to be good. But like, I just need to use it on my own car. I'm I'm putting my experience down to a using half the recommended amount. <clears throat> no, but I saw some very good suds. They just didn't transfer, and I'm putting that now down to technique with the new Garage Therapy wash pads. Yeah, <laughs> blame, blame the wash, man. No, I, I will understand Richard, right? where Adam comes from with that. Um, it, it's a bit, it's a bit of a funky one. Once you get the gist of it, and once you actually find how to use it, mm. like for, for the person must just wants to bang a washing on the car and go over quickly, it's not the mitt for you. But, it is, no. Isn't it? It's the sort of mitt that soaks up half of the contents of your wash bucket to then transfer it to the car. Yeah. But the trick to it is literally squeeze eighty percent of the water out, but you got to squeeze it like folding it in half rather than wringing it. That's yeah. I I just squeezed it. I just grabbed it and just squeezed it, and I think yeah, no. the record fold, was fold it in so the suds stay in. Yes, because the, the, the shampoo, like at first glance in the book, it looked great for ten mil, hmm. like really good, and that's why I was just like, right, maybe this is the mitt and my technique with it. So, yeah, definitely try what I said. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I can't wait for you to try it properly. Like even the mitt as yeah. well. Once you get, once you get the water out and just have like ten percent water, ten percent like shampoo, fantastic. <laughs> um, keeping on the garage therapy topic, uh, slightly. I know, I know Maz is very against discount codes, right? So if, if you're an active member of Detailing Central, you're aware of the infamous DC-10. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the code that is everywhere. Pretty much every single detailing store has at least a 10% off code as standard, which, you know... No one really pays full price for anything. And, you know, people might, companies might up their prices by 10%. We don't, to be fair, DC 10's probably been going so long where we didn't even know about like prices before. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I, th- I think, I think Mal said it just kind of, you know, devalues the product. Like the product is set at this price. This is this price reflects its value 
So anything less than that would be would be silly. I do mm. agree with him. If he was really active in like DC or something, and like constantly on there, constantly commenting like, oh, "What I got caught another one." Um, <laughs> if he was like loitering it and taking full advantage of DC, and he didn't offer a DC ten code, I'd like be like, "Well, that's a bit, a bit iffy," but. He's quite literally a ghost on social media other than his own personal garage therapy page. Don't blame him, to be honest. Yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> stays, but, stays behind the radar. What, what, what do you two think, then? Discount Not behind code. the radar, as off the radar. That's the one. God what damn do you, it. What do you two reckon about discount codes? Uh, love them. Yeah. Oh, as a consumer, yeah. So Question, money, would right? you rather get 10% off a 50 quid order or free delivery? Oh. <laughs> oh. How much is delivery? <laughs> Fiver. Well, yes, don't, just, don't, don't Yes, bother. that's the point, Adam. No, no, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that I'd go free delivery. It just seems I'd go like free delivery feeling. as well. Because you feel like you're paying for something you're, you're not getting. You're, you're paying for the delivery companies to do their job. That's, that's my money too. Yeah, like if, if, you, if you paid £5 for you know a product, you'd be like, yeah, I'm getting the product. If you paid £5 for delivery, you'd be like, well, I don't really see the benefit of that. I mean, obviously you do, but it's not not something you directly want, is it? No, and the trouble is, you ne- like you never just, for example, ten pound bottle of shampoo. You think right, that's manageable. And by the time you got postage, fifteen quid. So you do what every logical person does and order the minimum amount for free delivery. Yep. And if you don't, you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like when I wanted to do a, a county order and I messaged you, Rich. I'm like, do you want anything? <laughs> yeah, do you want? Yeah, we just make it up the free delivery. All we wanted was a shampoo, but and you get you get a garage therapy wheel shampoo, regular shampoo, odor bomb, and half and half of that uh, QD. <laughs> yeah, which I still haven't got, by the way. What? You not got a QD? No, you've got a. Have I? Yeah. Oh. It's in your auto finesse bag or whatever it was. It's bag. Mm, possibly. It was what, whatever was in there when I, after I tried it, we put it back in there. We never oh. decanted it. Well, I've got a empty milkshake bottle there. I'll decant into that for you. Um, <laughs> I've had enough, to be fair, I've had enough of empty milkshake bottles in my lifetime. I, I don't want to know. Of course I'm not going to know. Oh, oh. no, they were protein shakes, man. That's a completely different <laughs> smell. And taste. That's a completely different type of bacteria living in that. Mm-hmm. Do you that bacteria is a six-pack? <laughs> the bacteria is actually the size of an ant now. <laughs> you don't need a microscope. You need a magnifying glass to see. It's, it's just one like actual organism. That whole car is a bloody organism. It's horrendous. I'm not looking forward to doing the interior, I've got to say. Can't wait. Can't yeah, Jake, Jake's like, oh, I don't want to do it. We're literally like, right, watch it. Oh, no, I want to I do it, but I'm not looking forward to all the shit that's going to come out of it. 
I dread to think what's actually in there. And like, the disease. We haven't, we haven't actually like dug in there. We've we've sat in the back and moved a few bits, but we haven't like emptied it. Scratched the surface. Mm. Well, I wonder what's going to be like under the seats because oh, and under the back bench because obviously that just pops out. Oh. Well, one we'll way to find out. Are we going? Are we going thirty-three point three 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 recurring on whatever change we find in the back? I, I reckon in total money in that car, there's going to be about fiver. Right, whoever guess, guesses the closest gets to keep it. Three pounds seventy-five. Oh, I'm going to do. I'm going to do. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to make a note of this. Two pounds sixty. So Richard says two pounds sixty. Adam, how much did you say? Three seventy-five. And I said a fiver. Oh, I'm the highest shit. <laughs> well, you know, you've got to tune in to episode four when that goes live. All jokes aside, I'm not actually looking forward to that interior. We're just not going to eat all day because we're just going to bring it back up, I think. I'm going to eat the pizza in the back. What are you on about? (laughs) You're on your own, mate. Right. Before I throw up, I think we should leave it there. Well, as always, thank you for listening. Go and subscribe to us on YouTube. If you don't, go and check it out. It's well worth a watch. Both of the videos so far have been. Both videos so far have been just. So much fun to film. And to be fair, <coughs> oh, bad moment to cough. Um, we've even enjoyed our set, like watching them back ourselves. I laughed more watching it than I did when we. Well, so we was laughing when we was doing it, but like when we watched back at some of the stuff on there, it's just absolutely. It's just hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, it's it's like not even normal. It's so funny. Uh, go and follow us on our socials as well. You know, you don't want to miss anything anything important, do you? God Definitely damn. not. Oh, what's happening with the Maguire's giveaway? Can people still enter that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, as long as you're listening before uh, Saturday, the 30th of October. Adam, should we do it? Should we do the announcement in the pub? Uh, yes. While we've got some snake bites down us. Absolutely. Everyone wins a prize. Oh, no, but we want Richard there for the... Oh, yeah, because Richard's going home, isn't he? Yeah. Well... <laughs> Go pub early. <laughs> <laughs> pub at three o'clock. <laughs> at some point Saturday, we will have the uh, the giveaway announcement for Maguire's. Go this on our Instagram, that giveaway, if you haven't seen it, if you want to still enter it. Free to enter. Might get some free products, so yeah, can't say attack, can you? Oh, I, I just enter, I just enter for the bloody bucket. It's a bucket alone. Well, yeah, you're a weirdo, so don't surprise me. All right, Adam. All right, come on. Right. Anyway, I'm going to go and edit this. Get in. See you later. I'm going to bed. You sound like you're already in bed. My I need to be. Over yeah, it is well past your bedtime, and in, you know, if it wasn't half term, I'd say it's a school night. But
叮叮叮叮叮叮叮叮叮叮叮叮叮。Speedix, Speedix。哈哈哈哈哈 ！Don't leave me in awkward silence. <laughs> That's the blue tonight. Oh. I can't even sing a song without you lot taking the piss. <laughs>